Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, a seven-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, six-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and two-time winner of the Top Choice Award. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, those phone lines are open. So give us a call with your question at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Don't wait. Give us a call. Good day, Mr. Gilbert. Happy February the 16th. Thank you. Happy Family Day weekend. 12 days until spring. No, sprinter, you mean? No, spring. <laughs> Not, no, winter's over, man. Yeah. We're well, on, we, been, are, we are on the downside. It's been pretty interesting week again. So brush those winter covers because they're coming off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. early. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get it <laughs> off, get that thing going, crank that baby up. Get the tune-up now. You should get the tune-up book. Feel the heat. Yeah. Get that tune-up book. Uh, just uh, bring you up to date. We're 685, only 15 to go to get the 700 Facebook follow likes and followers. So still creeping along. I thought this was supposed to be done a it's, month ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, two months ago, okay. really. All right. I'm working it, Steve. I'm doing the best I can. So then You're all be, over it's me. It's going to be an 800 target for the end of no. 2000 and so 2020 it's got to be 800 i'm tired oh no. you're, you <laughs> this is a tape show right so we can we can play this back at some point in time andrew yeah you can yeah awesome okay now our songs for this week are breakup songs that's why i didn't put anything in so because you know if it didn't go well on uh, valentine's day i figured this was a good you know lead in to the rest of your year how was your valentine's day peter my wife, Valentine's Day was not very good. Okay. Because we lost our chief morale officer. Yes, we did. I'm very sorry. Yeah. I'm very sorry about Flurry. Yep. yep. So she passed away. But other than that, it was a was okay. Okay. All right. Uh, was that the Knights game last night? That wasn't very good either. Uh, no. No, <laughs> I went there to kind of forget about Flurry, and they didn't play the first period. They didn't play the second period. Then they played the third period, and we went, okay, we got a chance. We tied it up, go to overtime. And then 19 seconds in, we all just stared out and went, what just happened? We just lost. So you missed the, uh, you missed the Scotty's wildcard game well, to I, go to hockey yeah. and be and, disappointed? Okay. And, I, and I walk out of the, you know, now we've just lost. I'm walking out, ready to go home. And a guy says to me, you're not in Nova Scotia? Yeah, you're not in Nova Scotia at the Scotties? Yeah. I'm going, really? I'm getting beat up because I didn't go to curling on the way That's out. right. I said, I'm going to rush home, try to catch the end of the game. I get home, course, the game's over. Yes. I don't see anything. So. Yeah, and poor Kerry uh, Anderson really had a tough time yesterday. So, um. And we should say there was a fan of the show when I was getting popcorn. Really? That saw my uh, logo on my jacket, asked if we're one of the guys on the radio. And so his name was? I didn't ask that. I was trying to get my popcorn, Steve. You know, it was like I could focus. If he's a listener of the show, <laughs> you know you're supposed to take his name and give him a shout out, right? I know. I'm giving him a shout out. I just You don't have his, his name. name. I don't have his name. But so he'll, the, he'll the know guy that served is. Peter popcorn at no, the Budweiser. Didn't serve it. He was just standing there waiting for his French fries. Okay. And I was getting my popcorn. You should have said. 
Gee, that's great. I'm glad you listened to the show. You're, thank you for listening. Uh, by the way, what's your name? I'll give you a shout-out tomorrow. Thanks. Well, where were you? Well. You weren't there. I'm out, I'm out promoting the show at the Knights game, and you're... That's where? why <laughs> I'm the sales guy, and you're the manager. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to be quiet and enjoy the game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so it's it's been a tough week for Peter, but we're here we have chosen Andrew because, you know, he chirps no, us. No, you, you chose Andrew on the way up the elevator. Yeah, because what, he yeah. chirps us sometimes on our song choices. He chirps you on your, don't <laughs> put this, where's this we coming from? So Andrew next week is going to pick all the bumper songs. Is and he? we'll we'll critique Well, you guess I told choice. you, you critique Andrew too much and all of a sudden Peter Inch is just going to go off air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we'll we'll be looking forward to what those songs are. All right, and and we won't know, so we will just listen and hear what the song comes. So out. you have full creative. Uh, what am I trying to say? Control. Yes. Yeah. Full creative control is what you want to do next. Okay. Week. And you said I'd never give up control. Look what I just <laughs> did. Well, he he really does have control of the show. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's right. you just have you perceive control over the show. Yes. Yeah. I bring the papers. That's right. Yeah. Okay. What are we talking about today? What we're talking about today, first question. Can my water heater be repaired if it leaks from the bottom? Um, no. I, I mean, there could, it just, it really depends on what it is. The, the quick answer is no. It depends. If it's coming out of the, the valve, the valve, the base valve or something, that can be fixed. It, typically, they would just replace the valve and probably try to put some uh, plumbing tape on it just to stop any leak and put a new valve in. That that might stop it. But if it's not the base valve and there's something else going on, um, yeah, no, it's done. And, and you see on TV where they inject that stuff in and, you know, it seals on boats and everything. What, you, that rubber stuff? You can't put any of that in your... You can't spray that inside your water heater. Well, <laughs> I'm just clarifying to make sure that everybody out there knows. How are you going to do... You know, <laughs> you could do that. You know, the rad stuff you put in the rad, the anti-stop stuff, you know, you put in the rad and it floats in and just want to make sure everybody knows they can't do that. Oh my goodness, that. really? You think people would do that? Well, yes. <laughs> I, I have I have had people- You're going to put rad leak stop inside your water heater. Well, they don't have to buy a water heater. Well, let me think. Do you think that stuff might be toxic? Could be. So Probably they, is. Yeah. So then you're in the shower, you got this toxic waste spraying on you, you open your mouth, rinse out your mouth with the hot water, <laughs> and you. Oh, next thing you know, you're, yeah. That's just why I'm bringing it up. You know, I'm trying to protect our listeners, make sure nobody tries that. So if it's a base valve, it can be fixed. If it's leaking out the bottom, you need a new water. I suppose heater. you're going to tell people it's a bad idea to turn on their stove to heat their house with, you know, if they 100%, lose it first. 100%. <laughs> now, if it's natural gas... That's really, really bad. It's very, very bad, yes. If it's electric, it, it is not a good idea because you'll forget that it's on and end up touching something that's way too hot. Like I've seen people leave their oven door open and turn it on to let the heat come out. That's that's not a good thing. Right. Now, why is the natural gas oven even worse than that? Well, because it's giving off carbon monoxide. And if it, obviously you're trying to keep the heat in the house, you're not going to turn your range hood fan on, which is supposed to be vented to the outside on a natural gas stove. So if you're not going to turn that on, you're really just, you're just pouring carbon monoxide into the house. You won't last long. No, you won't. 
And that's what happened when that big ice storm went through um, Ottawa. Yep, yep, Ottawa and Quebec, and they ended up bringing in um, barbecues into the house to cook, and they were giving off CO into the home. Right. So, well, that was on that happy note, Steve, we'll take a break since we're making everybody's morning. They're having breakfast, and we're talking about this. Anyways, where's this show going? <laughs> But well, if you have a you, question, you are the driver. <laughs> give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Don't take your love away from me. Don't you leave my heart in misery. If you go, then I'll be blue. Breaking up is hard to do. You know, I absolutely, I absolutely hate that song. <laughs> well, you can thank Dan for that, Neil Sigdaka. So, yeah, Dan picked that, and I haven't heard it in a while, but I would sing it along and bobbing, and it's a okay, good song. Okay, you guys with your breakup songs need to get over it, right? <laughs> yeah. Time, time to move on. Time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll move on to. A I do, I do have one thing for you. So you were talking about carbon monoxide. I'm just going to interject here. I'm going to stop you from take your question. Control. I'm going to take control. Um, so I got called, uh, my brother, Mike bought a new place in Port Stanley. And so they, they, they've got one of these condos and, and it was rented before. So they, it, it needs some, it's in a state of repair. So, uh, he invited me, he wants to do a couple of things. So he invited me down yesterday. So I, I went down to Port Stanley to have a look what, to look at it. And, um, it's really kind of interesting. It's, he's, he's got it kind of, it's mostly gutted and he's just taking it back to the walls. And, um, there's a wood, well, you know, those old wood fireplaces. And he says, you know, can I put it, can I convert this to gas? I said, not really nothing you're going to be happy with. If I were you, I'd take that thing out of there. Um, you just have to support the chimney up above and look, you'll gain this whole corner. Ava thought that was awesome. So I'm giving him more work to do, but in that whole, um, in that whole research thing, I'm downstairs and I'm looking at the I'm looking at the furnace and the water heater, and the water heater pipe goes up, and then it kind of, it, there's a, a stack going up through the house as well. So I take my flashlight because it doesn't look right. It's not even connected. It's not connected in the stack. No, it had it had come come disattached and dropped on the a, or ABS uh, B vent B vent, and so and the water heater's on. Oh. So I just, I look, <laughs> look at Ava and said, uh, you guys are renovating, right? So I'm just going to turn this off for now. And, uh, we're just not going to run this. Unbullet. And how, you wonder how long it's been like that. That's right. Well, it hasn't, it's, it, it hasn't just happened. No. Right. So I just looked at them and said, you guys make sure you have carbon oxides. And now it's not going to do anything now, but, and then the other thing, so then as I'm, working around because I'm doing a full assessment at this point in time. I'm just outside looking at the back deck, looking at the air conditioner and, um, the thermostat, I hear the thermostat click and the heat comes on, but the condensing unit comes on too. And I went, well, this is, <laughs> this is nice. That, that's called, <laughs> that's called sprinter. We don't know whether it's winter or summer. So we bring both on. So Ava says, is the air conditioner running? I said, uh, yes. Yeah. It's a little bit of a wiring issue. So I went downstairs, snapped the breaker, uh, furnace was still running. They said, this would be okay for now until we get here, do a maintenance, fix this up. And then. Yeah. So all winter that's been coming on. Probably. Think of the damage that did to that air conditioner. Yeah. Did they have it covered? 
No, it's not oh. covered. It's not covered. They just got the place. They don't right? care about the air conditioning. They just they just got the place. Yeah. Just took well, possession. Well, the people before did not care about that air conditioning. Look what it did to it. But the the fact that you know. Um, th- just the importance of carbon monoxide in your house detectors and to have ones that actually have an LED readout in them because if they would have, that LED readout would have shown something in the house. Right. And then they just would have had to go around and try to find it. So, so the so the new law is for you, CO detectors. You need to have a CO detector on any level where you are going to be sleeping. So I tell people, if you've got uh, that rec room downstairs in the basement and there's a couch and a television set, you need a CO detector because you're like you or anybody watching a movie, you nod off. You need to have a CO detector to- you calling me old, Steve? Yeah, to wake you up. <laughs> yeah. I No, I'm not telling you you're old. So yes. So really, do yourself a favor, put a CO detector on every single level of your house, right? You, you know when you're old? when you fall asleep sitting up <laughs> and I've done that. That's when I know, okay, I'm getting old. I don't even have to lie down. I just fall asleep in the chair. Yeah. But when I have my eyes closed at the shop, I am not asleep, Steve. I'm just in thought, trying to think things through. So anyways, I'm going to be talking to them about a new water heater. Yeah. I would yeah. say they need new water heater. They might need new air conditioner with all that. And if we're doing the water heater and the air conditioner, you might as well do the furnace and, and bring it all up to code <laughs> okay. and have every, Mike, you listening, furnace, air conditioner, water heater. We can look after that all for you. And then if you're removing that fireplace, you might as well put in a direct vent one right straight through the wall. It'd be beautiful. We talked about that and it would be ended up going on the opposite wall, which would, which would make more sense. But yeah. I, for this, for this time, I just said, I, I can't retrofit this, you know, cause they don't look. They don't look very well. We have a, a real uh, clearance fireplace at the shop, Steve, that would kind of fit there. That, you know, we're trying to move. Oh, is that right? So, you know, talk to me after the show. We might be able to make a deal for Mike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Audrey's fireplace. It, it was, but she hasn't had any luck for a year now. Trying to sell it. So now it's almost obsolete. Yeah. It's, okay. It's priced pretty low. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a question coming come in that said, why would my furnace be making a grinding noise? Well, if it's a grinding noise, it's, um, it's, it's your coffee beans from Mount Bridges, you know, grinding it up. Listen, I went to pick coffee up that day and, and Joe was very appreciative of the fact that was his busiest Saturday ever. Because of this show. Because we kept mentioning, Joe, we take sponsorship deals. <laughs> Give us a call. You know. Oh, Joe's coffee <laughs> in Mount Bridges, Main Street. Um, so the grinding noise, it's, it's either grinding noises happen to motors. So it's either one of two motors in a furnace. It's either the venter motor, which is probably what it is. Right. Uh, that can sound pretty nasty at times. And if it's grinding, it's not long for this world. It's giving you a sign to say, my time is up. You need to replace me. Uh, and depending on the age of the furnace, if it's a 20 year old furnace, you don't want to be sinking that money into a new exhaust motor, venter motor. So you just end up replacing the whole furnace. Well, and what happens is there's a, on a high efficiency furnace, water goes back to the venter motors, but there is drain hoses that take the water away. Well, you don't have maintenance. Those drain hoses get plugged. Now the water stays in the venter. The venter starts sloshing it around. That is very corrosive water. And that starts getting onto the shaft of the motor and leaking through into the bearings. And next thing you know, you have a grinding noise. 
So when people say, why should I have maintenance done? That's why, because it will, we will make sure that everything's working, hoses are clear, water's being taken where it should be, and you won't have that issue. Because a venter motor can run anywhere from like $400 to $1,600. Depending on the venter motor, yes. And so, you know, we need to make sure to having that maintenance done, you, you aren't going to pay for that. And, and again, if it breaks down now where it's cold, and there's not one available now, you're freezing and waiting and going out and running heaters to keep the place warm and all kinds of things going right. on. So, right. Uh, Richard chimed in just a minute ago just to say, don't you know better than to get between Peter and his popcorn, right? That's right. Popcorn Pete. <laughs> no, I love, you know. <coughs> I love popcorn. Is that? <laughs> yeah. No, I do love popcorn because, but to me, when, even when I watch my daughter play hockey, I can't watch hockey without popcorn. So I can tell you, I've been to all the arenas around Who this area. Who has the had, best popcorn? Right. Who? She'd walk in and I'd drop her bag, say, you take that. I'm going to get the popcorn. To Who the has the best popcorn? I'm not telling you. That's my secret. Because if I tell you, it would be like your coffee. Everybody will go there. And when I come, there will be no popcorn. And then I'll be... Out of luck. So no, I keep that close you know, to that's my chest. that's really selfish of you. <laughs> well, look what you did to Joe. <laughs> Joe's pretty happy I shouted him out yeah. last week mm-hmm. and, you know, he had a very busy Saturday. So this, this segment was brought to you by... Oh, Joe's Coffee, Mount Bridges. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Joe, that's $10 to Steve and I after the show. You know, you can just send us your, you know, visa. We'll put it on. I your... did get a free coffee. Oh, no. <laughs> Did he, Andrew, did you get a free coffee? I didn't get a free oh, coffee. Yeah, no. there you go. You know, Steve just looking and he was all over Are me. Are you a loyal customer? Uh, I, well, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even know about Joe's. You, you don't drink coffee, so it'll be a little no, difficult for you to be a, uh, you know, a I loyal gave, customer of Joe's. I was so good last night. 50-50 draw was, I think, $18,000 at the Knights game. And you didn't and win. I didn't win, but on the back, you get free coffee. Okay. I could have just thrown that in the garbage, but I gave that away to somebody that they could have my free coffee. It's what was her name? <laughs> I think you sold them a, f- a furnace and air conditioner. They oh, did I? S- they okay. sit behind me at the night scheme. Okay. So All I right. won't say who it was. And do you drink coffee, Andrew? I love coffee, yes. Okay. I'll see what I can do for you. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. It okay. might be right. cold by next no, no, Saturday. No, no. <laughs> I'll get him a coupon or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. So you get a coupon. He gets a coffee. I get you drink. Zero. You drink Coke. <laughs> yeah, you, so does Jerry when he comes here. Well, <laughs> he drinks my Coke. So. But we're going to take a quick break. So remember, those phone lines are open. So give us a call, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. She said, why don't we both just sleep on it tonight? And I believe in the morning you begin to see the light. And then she kissed me. I realized you probably was right. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. I do like that song. Did you like Paul Simon? Yeah. 50 ways. I do like Paul Simon. Yeah. By two-time gold medalist, yeah. Jamie. He should get a sponsor. Sponsored by Elgin Transmission. <laughs> Brought to you by. <laughs> That's $10, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We'll keep putting plugs out here, but Absolutely. we're going we're to go to the... Phone, phone and we've got Al on the line. Go ahead, Al. How you doing, Peter? Good. 
Hey, I don't know if you remember me, but uh, I remember your old little Coke machine you had in the store on Wellington Road. Yep. Wow. You used to buy pop in there every day. I live next door at the dive shop. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 10 cents. <laughs> that was all the cost for a Coke. <laughs> oh, that was the best pop machine in the in the area. Yeah, that's what got me hooked, and I'm still hooked It today. was cold, too. That was really cold. Oh, yeah, and it yeah. was the little bottles. Yeah. 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 Um, anyways, last night. You must have left the game early because the 50-50 ended at over 23,000. 23,000. Oh, were you wrong, yeah. Peter? <laughs> somebody Thanks, somebody walked out of there with a huge amount of money. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, and they had the, the one that surprised me, and I didn't know it before, so I only bought $10. But you bought $10, you got 10 tickets. For $20, yeah. you got 93 tickets. Yeah, it was Mitch Marner night. Yeah. And I wow. Went, and I went, oh. I Why didn't it. you buy the $20? Well, I didn't know till after. I, and you know what? I usually don't buy 50-50, but I, something came over me, Steve. <laughs> and I bought it. I, so. I never buy them unless it was that high. And yeah. it couldn't take a chance not. No, exactly. You got to have a ticket. And that's why it just keeps <laughs> creeping up. So. Absolutely. That's great. Good. Have a good day. Thanks, Thanks Al. Al. Thanks for calling Bye-bye. in. Appreciate it. Well, that brings back memories. That old Coke machine. You had that in the basement of your house for quite oh, some time, yeah, too, for right? Yeah, a while. I had the one from the St. Thomas store. Except you you adjusted it to <laughs> accept beer at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, beer bottles <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you weren't selling those for 10 cents a piece. Well, that's how you got it out, but that cost me more than that. Okay. But, yeah, that was the old dive shop, so right where Kentucky Fried Chicken yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Beside Don Brown's, there was a dive shop there and a house behind. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, that brings back memories. I was That would be back in 1978, Steve, roughly, area time. 1978. And you must really appreciate Al phoning in to tell me I was wrong. Uh, well, you know, it doesn't happen nearly enough, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, well, all, it's all good. We got Dwayne on the line. Maybe he's going to tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead, Dwayne. <laughs> I, I just had a question, if that's okay. Sure. I'm heading to my son's house in Windsor to add another heat vent line. Okay. But his house is very old, and it's, the pipes that are there are between, they're at least six inches around, if not eight, up to eight inches around. I only want to add a four-inch pipe like I bought at the local hardware store. Would that make a difference, or would it cause a problem? Uh, so where where is it where is it coming from? Right now, he has an add-on room that was they put a pipe a place for a pipe, but they never installed a pipe. Okay. So I just want to go off the furnace, the heating vent, and add another line. And so, how how big is the room? Oh, it's only about uh, four feet wide by about ten feet long. Four by ten. So, like four inches minimum. You may want to put a five-inch line in there. Would it would be better? Uh, but if uh, if you have materials for four inch, it's just it's probably it'll be okay. It, it could be better with a five-inch line. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to use. Also, given space, I'd like to use the four-inch line. Now, my last question is: Can I? Is there such a thing at the local hardware stores to get a reducer? Because they have this big hole uh, pipe that's set ready to go, but I don't want to use it. But I also don't want to take it out because it'll leave a big huge hole. Yeah, it. I wouldn't. There, there is that is available to get like a you know an eight inch reducer down to a four, but it's more specialized. I don't think the hardware stores are 
would have that in stock. Yeah, you'd have to come off that. You'd have to come off that one, and then just take a branch off it. It's it's best if you can take that four inch right back to the furnace and come off the the plenum. They call it. Okay, fair enough. And if you can, and if you can do that, you're going to get the you're going to get more pressure through that four inch line than you are trying to rob it off another line as well. Now, okay, okay. Now, one question: those big. 10, uh, 8 inch pipes, are they round? Yes, sir, they are. And do, do you think they've been there from like the 40s or 30s? <laughs> oh, absolutely. So okay. it's, it's a gravity furnace. Does it have a motor on it? Yes, sir, it does. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, so originally that was a gravity fed furnace, which they needed that big pipe yep. to just let it flow. There was no motor. The only thing I'd say is be careful because there could be asbestos on those pipes. And okay. we don't want to disturb that. Right, in any and that way. would be a, a white dimpled uh, tape that that may wrap it, and you're going to want to okay. you're going to want to stay away from that. So if, just take that four inch back to the top of the furnace, and you should be in good shape. Excellent. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Safe drive. Take care. Bye bye. We used to see those here in London all the time, those, yeah. those big gravities. I don't think, I haven't seen one in a long time, but no, I'm but, sure there's still a few around. And I mean, what they used to do, they would feed the uh, air in the center of the house and it would gravity to the outside. Right. And then when you put in a forced air furnace, the pipes would move to the outside of the house and they'd use those big pipes for the return air. Right. So, it's it. Does this say Joe's Coffee? No, no. it doesn't. <laughs> oh, ouch. Ow. Well, sorry. I'd have to get up a little earlier to go to Mount Bridges first and then come to the radio show. Well, but you offered you're going to bring Andrew a coffee next I'll week. I'll look after Andrew. Don't you worry. Yeah. Okay. And Andrew's more, more, is here more than just Saturday mornings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably tell Andrew that we're going to have a special guest in March and we're going to have to pre-tape, which we've never done a pre-tape part of the show, which wow. then me and you will sit here and not say anything to each other during that segment. That would be unusual. What, I'm not allowed to speak? No, not during that segment because it's pre-taped, so you can't talk. But you can talk on the pre-tape Oh, okay. Segment. I was going to say, you're, telling me I, you're calling me in to do a radio show that I can't speak at? Correct. <laughs> I'd do that every Saturday if I could, but it, yeah. So we had a question that says, does it matter what time of year when I should have my equipment maintained? We get, we get asked that a lot, um, and it's a, it's a good question. The, uh, our twist on it these days, well, it's not twist. Our thoughts on it this time is just get it done during the year. So I have my, all my equipment done on one visit from the company, and they do my air conditioner my furnace, and of course, my tankless hot water heater. And they do that on, they do that on one visit, and I have that visit scheduled in typically in August. So I know that someone's going to be at the house. Uh, they come, they spend, you know, they spend a few hours there doing what they need to do, and then they, they go. So then, you know, my furnace is ready for when it turns on in the wintertime. I'm ready to go. I don't have to worry about it Um making sure that everything's going to be working properly. They've already gone over it. Everything's working fine. So pick your day and, and get your equipment done. Right. So as long as it's maintained once throughout the year, you're good. Right. It doesn't have to be done before the season. It can be done anytime as long as it's done. That's the important right. Kind of like you doing your lawnmower, uh, you know, a month ago. Yep. 
Lawnmower's ready. Push mower. Riding mower. Weed whipper. Sport, what do you call that? Leaf blower. All tuned up, ready to go. Soon as sprinter is over with, we're ready. We're ready to go. Okay. Except I can't get the leash out of the tree because it's frozen. You know, that, that'll that'll happen. We're going to have another thaw here, and then you can you can get that done. Well, but gonna, you know what? There's, there's before we go to break. There's, there's a lot, awful lot of ice around. So you know you need to be careful with this freeze and this thaw. Um, it, it made things think. There's a lot of black ice lying around. So just you know, it be careful. Put some salt or sand down on your walkways just to, to be careful. And being curlers, we know how to walk on ice. But you get a little skiff of snow on ice. Yeah, it's, and it is like ten times slippery. Yeah, it's really greasy. So oh. just just be careful because uh, it's a difficult time of year. That safety announcement was brought to you by Service <laughs> Experts Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. <laughs> so with that, we're going to take a quick break. You can give us a call at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Good Canadian boy, Brian Adams there. Yeah, he was just... Uh, At the bud? Yeah. Yeah. He's down in uh, the islands right now because I saw Scott Coulter. Oh, is that right? Yep, sent okay. a thing down there. Brought to you by Coulter's Pharmacy. So cut like a knife. Hmm. Yep. Any of these... Richard uh, picked that one. Did he? Any of these songs familiar? Uh, well, Richard did get cut by a knife, you know, on the job, so that could be why he I see. picked that song. Yeah. Safety first. Yep. Brought to you by. No. <laughs> well, we had a question. What I'm is, sure we do have a question. <laughs> what is the difference between a standard water heater and a tankless water heater? Boy, okay. How long do we got? Uh, 15, 10 minutes. <laughs> so a standard water heater is a, uh, a vessel of water. So either most common sizes are 40, 50, or 60 gallons. And it's a, it's a tank. And it either is going to exhaust up your existing chimney or it's going to exhaust out through the side of the house like the furnaces these days because it'll have a motor on top. So that water heater is designed to keep a large quantity of water hot 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The other thing that water heater does is it heats the water at a higher temperature. So it's in the tank probably at about 140 degrees. And the reason for that is... That's the temperature you need to maintain in order not to have any bacteria growth inside the tank. So you've got a, a water tank capacity holder uh, at keeping water hot at 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. We can't deliver that water to you at the tap at 140 degrees. So we have to actually have to blend it down with a, what they call an anti-scald device or mixing valve so that when you turn your hot water tap on, it'll be at 120 degrees. So that is installed on all our tank-style water heaters. Because plumbing code states we have to deliver that water to your tap at 120. Can I say something? Sure. So companies who say, I'm going to put in the water tank, but you're responsible to put in the mixing valve, get a plumber to do it. 
I just want everyone to understand that when a company does that, they're putting the liability on you as the homeowner. That's right. To get that done versus in our case where we take the liability and put that in and make sure that it's up to code. That's right. Okay. Be- Sorry. Because we are supposed to, as uh, as a licensed plumbing company, we are supposed to do that. We're not, uh, it would be illegal for us to put in a tank style water here without putting a mixing valve on right. it. So that's tank technology. Tank less technology is just what it means. There's no vessel of hot water being stored. It's a hot water heater, which heats water um, as required. So what I mean by that is you go and turn your hot water tap on. There's a sensor in that water heater because it senses the flow, water going through it, that it needs to heat it. So that water heater will heat water as you need it. So if you sit there with the tap on for two hours, that water heater is going to be kicking out water at for two hours. Hot water. Hot water. Those water heaters also have, we don't, we don't have to put a mixing valve on those water heaters because they have a keypad on them, which tells you the temperature of the hot water. So uh, they are very precise. You, they are factory set. They will not go over 120 degrees for the residential market. In the commercial market, it's a different story altogether. But in the residential market, that water heater is designed to heat water to 120 degrees. So we turn them on. You key it in to 120. You can get lower temperature you want, but it's set to 120. And every time you turn on the hot water, um, that water heater heats it as required. So you're not storing any hot water. You're only heating the water you need. So a second question is, is there a big cost savings then to the tank that's over the tank? Well, that's an interesting question. And it's really hard to extrapolate that data for people. Uh, I know that when I put my tankless in over my tank, I saved about $20 a month on my gas bill, but that it's going to be different for everybody. Depends how you use hot water. Yes. So when all the girls were home, um, when we used to have a tank, I didn't get a shower when I wanted to have a shower. I had to shower as per the water heater as it heated up and now I can have one. Uh, but tankless isn't that way. Tankless, you could have shower after shower, after shower, after shower, after shower. It doesn't care. It's just going to heat that water as you need. So Fast forward to today, uh, empty nest, no one in the house except for my wife and I. We don't, Our water heater doesn't ever turn on, so we use probably about an hour of hot water a day. So think of that for a second. I, instead of having a tank in my house that keeps the water hot 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I'm only using one hour of hot water a day. So I'm only paying to heat water one hour a day. So there Instead is a con- of 24 hours. Instead of 24 hours. Thanks for saving the environment, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate your... In- well, no, it, 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 I mean, they're not for everybody, but you know what? They really make a lot of sense. And uh, they've been in... Tankless technology has been in the entire world, except for North America, because we like our tanks. Um, but everywhere else in the world... That's all they have is tankless technology. And there is a little, and I repeat, little water wasted. Yes. Waste with, with them. But once you learn it, then it, it's, it's easy to do at that point. Yeah, and, and keep in mind that when, when, uh, when a new house is being constructed today, 
they don't plan to put the water heater in the place where it makes most sense. They plan right. to put the water heater tucked away in a corner. Well, there it is tucked away in the corner, and it's in the worst possible place to service your hot water fixtures in your house. It's probably the furthest, you know, it's hot water has to travel way too far. Tankness, tankless allows you to place that water heater closer to those areas where you're using your hot water. Therefore, you are shutting down, you're, you're reducing the amount of time it's taking to get the hot water to where it needs to go. So, well, you know, you've got one, I've got one. We, you know, we really are advocates for it. Absolutely. I really, truly believe in tankless yeah. technology. So, yeah. And we have one, our final question of the show. So I have, I haven't had my fireplace service for about eight years. Is it important to have a yearly maintenance done on that fireplace? I'm sorry. I was just reading a comment from Mr. Weisler. Give me. <coughs> Do you want to read it? He just said, because he has a tankless uh, water heater as well. He said, we love ours. Could be because all our kids are gone. <laughs> <laughs> they Hopefully just his kids aren't listening. Yeah, they don't yep. know you. Yeah, because if they came back, Jamie, they'd have all the hot water they needed. Yep. But yes, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all attentive to your okay. question now, Mr. Thank Inch. And I have a fireplace that's eight years old. Okay. I haven't had a maintenance done on it. Is it important to have one done and is it important to do it on a yearly basis? So an eight-year-old fireplace that's never have a maintenance done, I probably would be a little nervous about even turning it on. So- uh, it's a gas appliance. A gas appliance requires annual maintenance. I know it's a fireplace and you see it every day, but there's a lot of stuff going on inside that fireplace. And those fireplaces, typically, you don't, you may not check the outside vent. Well, sometimes um, because there's a little bit of heat coming out of there because the pilot's on, uh, it's a nice warm place. And sometimes birds will make nests in that nice warm place because they stay warm. So, if if a bird were to nest in that fireplace vent, it could make that vent uh, inoperable, in which case there's a good chance that that fireplace could spill carbon monoxide in your home. So instead of it being a decorative appliance, now it's a lethal piece of equipment. So it's imperative that you keep your fireplace maintained on a regular basis. And that can even be wasp nest. You know, it if could you're be not, anything. If you're not using your fireplace, then nobody knows that heat comes out of it. You know, so they build their nests, whatever the critter is in there. Right. And if it chokes anything off, uh, you may not realize that it's actually pouring CO in the house until your detector goes off. And, you know, it. you just have to, it's a gas appliance, you need a maintenance done. And an eight-year-old fireplace, I will guarantee you that you won't, can't even see inside the firebox because that glass will be like a white powder on the inside. Right. So... You can't even see the flame. I was at um, a friend's house and I walk in the door and, and I look at their fireplace and the, it's all smoked up and I went, uh, you need a maintenance done. Well, what? So then I took the glass off and cleaned the glass for them and went, wow. Yeah. I said, yeah, you, if you do this every year, you, this is what you see. It's yeah. actually, it's quite nice. Yeah. Did you charge them for that glass cleaning, Steve? No, but uh, they, they, are pro they are a uh, maintenance customer now. Okay. Well, that's good. Thank you, Steve. You're, you're welcome, Mr. Inch. Andrew, we look forward to the bumper music next week. Okay. Can't wait to hear what that's going to be. It's going to be a lot better. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but uh, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in in London or St. Thomas at 
888-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS. You can go to RoyInch.com, hit on the inch by inch button on the homepage to listen to a podcast of this show. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.